0: Okay, Welcome back, everybody, to the Chipman Brothers Tangent Podcast. It's been about two months since you heard from Bob and I on this format. Um, yeah. We're greatly apologetic for that, but um, hopefully you've been enjoying the other content that I've still been getting to at least one show a week, as promised, since January, if not more. Um, both of our lives have been crazy busy. Bob's work schedule has been nuts, so is mine, and we were both putting a bunch of time into the TalkBuster podcast live, which happened in on uh, August twenty fourth in Salem, Mass. And those of you that are patrons of mine shall have already seen those videos um, for the whole show um, before this posted. And uh, also the audio version, which was professionally recorded for the main podcast of that, should be coming up in a, in a little bit. So um, thank you all for that. And you know, get get your money over to that Patreon, as I always say. Um, because it helps me produce more of this stuff and, um, it gives me a little bit more reason to heckle Bob to get him on here. Uh huh. (laughs) But anyways, um, but before we start up as always, just a little housekeeping, um, uh, my $15 or more patrons, I like to list by name. We actually have a new one of those for the first time in quite a while. We've got Mason, Christopher Finnick, Patricia Chipman. Hey mom, Hugh K Campbell Jr. And brand new Alex Peregrine. Thank you so much, Alex, for the very generous donation. And uh, <laughs> we talked earlier; he had a he had a couple of topic ideas. Um, I just read his email earlier, so I won't jump them on you tonight. But we will definitely get to those because the fifteen dollar patrons get to come up with topics for the tangent. Um, and so, Alex, thank you for listening, and uh, um, hope to do more stuff with you soon. Um, I'd like to thank the new patrons: Dan Williams, Alex Peregrine, and Michael the Comic Nerd. And um, since I've started doing ad reads for these and since, you know, getting their name out there on the tangent will make them super happy. Um, uh, my friends over at Geeks with Shields podcast. So this week's episode is going to be brought to you by the Geeks with Shields podcast. Each week, hosts Axel and Ulrich provide a nerdy escape from the darkest timeline, talking everything from comics to long-forgotten movies and TV shows. If the darkest timeline has you down, check out the Geeks with Shields podcast for all your nerdy needs. So, Bob, you were on their show recently, right? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, they're they're a good group of guys. I like them. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're my friends, my internet friends. Hmm. Nice. So, uh, how are you doing, Bob? I'm uh, I'm busy, but uh, I'm I'm good. I'm okay. I'm okay. Nice, nice. I uh, appreciate you uh, giving me some time. People have seen we've been together a bunch. We just haven't been able to sit down and record anything because we've been living life. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like uh, what was that? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I I was going to listen to your demo, and then I just carried on living my life. Now, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> no, but, uh, um, you know, we've been spending time with, with my with my kids and with our family. Summer's a busy time, and August got even crazier busy. Um, but we haven't talked since you went to Comic-Con, um, as far as this show officially is. Last time we talked, you were in San Diego. Yeah, I could have sworn that we did some recording of this when uh, w- uh, that we talked a little bit about, uh, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I was just saying, uh, July twenty first. Right. You- so, so, so the the last podcast we did, we did talk about me being on the, uh, on, on. I'm trying to keep track because I've recorded a few things with a few uh, different. Oh uh, no, yeah, every, we we've covered everything Comic Con related. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah, no, I've 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 got some notes here. Um, okay. I I think even though um, on this podcast I rarely I rarely try to go political. Um, yeah. Since since the frickin' fuckwads that make this the darkest timeline decided yeah. to um, traipse around Boston again recently, and oh, you were yeah. there, yeah. I figured I would uh, let our um, our f- happy listeners know a little bit about what you witnessed at the um, yeah. the the Straight Pride Nazi march. Oh, the straight the Straight Pride march. Yeah, I was I was I was at. I, well, I didn't attend the march. I was at the counter protest. Uh, oh, you, know, you you weren't you weren't on the Trump float with Milo, Bob? No, I was not on the Trump float with Milo Yiannopoulos. What what I, what, what what about that eugenics float that everybody thinks you and I made? No, I I was not there. I, no, was, I, was, fucking of, I was fucking around. Just fucking around. Keep I going. Was not was not was not there uh, with uh, that? No, I was at the counter protest uh, that was much larger, much much larger. It uh, big Across from big counter protest. Yeah yeah, I was I was at that. Uh, yeah, I was there across from that. Um, did not did not stay for the actual like rally uh, because like it was even sadder than I expected it to be because there really was no in there like it was all of the people that showed up to do the actual like marching and the police surrounding the area and the giant counter protest and like no one was sitting there at City Hall Plaza watching it was it was embarrassing like more more people show up when there's, like, a farmer's market. You know? <laughs> a bad farmer's market. It, and course. it was, I mean, like, you know, and, and, and like, they, they... And there were people there. Like, the Proud Boys were there, you know? Like, you know, like, like they had their little speakers and people and, uh, you know, like, the, the the internet celebrities, you know, were there to, to get their uh, stuff there. And, of course, you know, the point was for them to go and then have no one show up and then have the giant counter us and then say, uh, oh, see, we got you guys all to waste your time on a sun Like it, either way, they would say that they want a thing, which is fine. Whatever. But, uh, you know, you know, it's all performance art and fine, but, uh, yeah, it, uh, it was, it was not pleasant to see, you know, this, all of this nonsense, uh, walking down the streets and, Uh, At the point that I was at, you know, they had, uh, of course, this is on a Sunday, you know, Mm -hmm. so, uh, no, I'm sorry, this was on a Saturday, I believe, and yeah, it was on a Saturday. Yeah, it was, I was, I was up in the White Mountains, I think. Yeah, yeah, so this was on a Saturday, and the, uh, the, the, so they did not have a full police presence in town, obviously, so the real Boston City Police and State Police are up guarding you know the actual thing because it's at City Hall, so it's a federal building, and they and they have to. Uh, and you know the the counter protest, the the parade because they got an official parade license is marching down the street, you know, doing their 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 idiocy, and they, they've got one duck boat with with the Trump sign on it and uh, Milo on his little stupid chair. And, uh, you know, just kind of doing their thing. And then they've got all these uh, idiots walking behind them with their flags and keck shields and, uh, you know, banners and such. And uh, and then there's all of the people that came out to protest them are lining the streets, you know, so that they can, you know, jeer them as they go by, right? right. And the Boston, uh, the guys that are guarding the parade are the Boston bike cops. Right. Yep. So. So, so these are, uh, now, uh, for those of you who, who don't generally deal with, like, policing in, in the city of Boston, Boston is largely a a pedestrian city that people still navigate mostly by car because you have to drive into and out of it. Yes. So there is a, like, if you're on the east coast of this country, like, bike police are something that over the last 20 years or so you've gotten used to as just a constant presence. And if you're on, like, the Upper West Side of New York City and, like, you're in the parks area, um, like, bike police are a thing that that you know of, you know, that you just see. Um, because it's just easier to get around and they can travel and it's affordable and, like, it works. So bike police is something that Boston theoretically feels like it should have. But because of the way Boston is laid out, it's not really a it's Boston is a pedestrian friendly city, but it's not really a bike friendly city, if that makes sense. No, it's 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 weird as shit like New York and other cities like Chicago that have gotten to redraw themselves as a grid. Um after massive, you know, yeah, uh, yeah mistakes and fires and things. Makes sense to have you because it, it's just long straightaways. You can yeah. get from point A to point B and patrol point A to point B. Um, Boston, you'll be on a road that'll just decide to end or it will, you know, veer off onto a major highway right, right. and leave the city. It it just doesn't make any sense. Well, it's well like you remember the, the the episode of uh Oh god, I'm dating myself already. The there's a the Seinfeld episode where Frazier uh well, Frazier Kramer decides that he's going to no longer have furniture in his apartment and right he's, right. Only, he's going to only have levels, just different levels of like pyramidal shapes like throughout <laughs> his apartment so that it's just a series of stairs going every, that's how the walkable areas of Boston are laid out. It's just multiple, everything in Boston is, instead of blowing up all of the hills where it yeah. was and just saying, nope, all of this is going to be flat and we're going to pave over it, they just m- made very ornate, at the time, Brickwork bridges and stairs over everything, so That's you'll keep because Bob Bub, it's because it gives a character. I know it's because it gives a character, Chris. I know this. It looks good, it looks yeah, good I in noticed. the Wahlberg films. I know, this I know it. Is. It looks nice. It looks nice when you're walking through Brookline and Cambridge, kid. It looks, it looks good. good. The aerial views they're gonna be sick. Well, and it does look nice, but what I'm my point is that Boston has a fleet of bike police, but not a big one. So if you want a bunch of bike police. To do this parade route, you have to bring them in from other cities that also have bike cops. So this is a fleet of local bike cops from outside of Boston, from, you know, the the rural stretches outside the city. So this is already a clusterfuck. And they've all got, you know, and they don't want, you know, this is exactly where they want to be on a Saturday, by the way, is they want to be guarding a bunch of internet Nazi cosplayers. Uh, you know, from uh, a bunch of who they, you know, a bunch of like you know jagoffs they can't stand. Hopefully, probably from a bunch of you know kids on the sidewalk who are who are razzing them and the guys in the parade. Yes, this, this is really where you want to be if if you're if you're a cop because like either you're a cop who's an asshole and you know you are uh, and and you deserve the shit that you're catching. Or you're not an asshole, but you're going to catch it anyway because that's your fucking job. Yes. You know? Yes. So, like, this is a shit situation. So, and 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 also, you're a bike cop. So, I don't care how much. I don't care if you are Hightower from uh, from Police Academy. No not Hightower. Hightower was was Jim Brown, right? Yes. The, the, yes. The, the really tall. African American cop in uh, in in Police Academy it was Hightower. Who who was the uh, the guy who was like the the army badass with the giant gun who just let everyone? Oh was that Rick, shit! Uh, like Riggs. I think it was Riggs. Yeah. It was someone. So yeah, the uh... It was Tackleberry. Tackle was it? No, Tackleberry. Tackleberry was the one who had the who who had the big guns. Hey, Tackleberry high... was like the ex-marine. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ta- Tackleberry. Yeah, that's that's what's absurd about that one is that like Tackle. The... Love of firearms, the military, and direct action. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the 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 most unrealistic thing in uh, Police Academy is that Tackleberry has difficulty getting onto the police force. But wow. uh, yes. <clears throat> Yeah. So, so in, uh, so like those, I don't care if you are that guy, you know, you cannot look like a tough guy on your street ready Huffy with your yellow parade guarding tank top and your bike shorts and your, uh, your black helmet with your number printed across the front of it. So that for your badge number, right. You just can't, you don't, you don't look cool. So they What are, was his name uh, from Reno 911 with the short shorts dangle? Uh yeah, yeah, something like that, but uh, <laughs> played by the great Thomas Lennon. Yep, that yep. shows incredible. That's all I think about whenever someone describes a bike cop. I think yeah. of Dangle and I don't know why. Yeah. So these guys are are out there guarding the thing and uh you know, there are people here who are who are looking to fight, people who are not looking to fight and I I just always happen to be, just because of the size of me and whatnot, I always end up right up the front of these things, pretty much consistently, the whole way from Boylston and Tremont all the way to uh, City Hall Plaza of, of of this thing, everywhere I am at turns out to be where nonsense starts. And it keeps starting on the cop side because nothing is happening but they're so charged up that something is gonna happen that something happens yeah right? so because because like and i mean yes you know people are acting up but like you know the like they get like the order from their guys you know over the you know like the radios go crackle the life and you know like i'm there you know how did have it like i'm an older guy there i'm 38 right Half of these kids there are like in college, they're high school kids, you know, they, they don't know from shit, you know, they're, they're, they're there because they're, they're trying to do like the right thing. And, you know, they, they, this is, this is new for them. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm the only one who's thinking to look up, look at the roofs, you know, so he's okay, do we, is there anyone on the roof? Sure. Enough they have, I'm like, okay, that's, that's a, that's a reporter. That's a journalist. That's a cop. That's a cop is you know is you know looking through like the crowd for people who are like my age but like clearly don't belong there. Yep. And I'm like okay, that's that's it a, that's it a, that's a, that's you know that that's a plant. That's a plant. You know, like so as as it's going through um th- they get like the order to you know like block basically block the uh I guess there's an assumption that the people from the sidewalk are going to try to run out into the street. Which seems dumb, because, like, half of the parade has trucks that they're driving in. So I don't know what they think is going to happen. Yeah, just going to rush them, Bob. They're going to rush them. I don't don't fucking know. But, like, the the one cool thing that bike cops are allowed to do, the one vaguely cool thing is, from their perspective, I guess, is that they get to do the move where they flip the bikes around and link the bikes together into a wall and and use it like a motion a moving fence to push back on a crowd. Yeah, they love that. Yeah, what which they think is which you can tell to them like in their heads this is the scene from 300 where they make the uh the the turtle phalanx with the shields mm-hmm. and and then uh David Wenham jumps over them with the spear and takes out the guy up front. Uh... Because the thing is they do this with the fence thing and then one of the guys does Vault over his boys into the cre- like right past my fucking shoulders because they're what they're trying to do is pull out this uh this woman who is maybe like 20, 20 25 or something because she's holding a uh, like a, a plastic rain barrel that has been cut in half that has been made into a, a uh, like a DIY riot shield which they are classifying as as a weapon oh grand yeah so uh so they go in to get her and the people in the crowd immediately go hey no let her go hey no let her go so they pull her out in the street and she's resisting so they need like four guys to take arm arm leg leg and and walk her off and then they grab three other people that put hands on the cops Right, uh, and 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 took them, and then they're you know getting up in people's faces, and people take off, and and this is already a shit show, uh. You know now me, I'm doing what I know that I'm supposed to do in those places, which is keep my hands, you know, either up in the air or by my side, and you know find find the cop who looks like he wants to start stuff and stare them in the face. Right, I'm I'm not I'm not mashed up, you know. I, I'm just I, I got sunglasses. Long as it's sunny as hell out. Was still the end of uh, September, and I'm and I'm just uh, you know just well beginning of uh, end of August actually at that point, point. and I'm I'm just like looking at guys like you know it's like dude what what are you doing what is this, that the lady's holding like a recycling barrel what is what what is up, what is up, <laughs> and and then uh, wait what is this, and then event so eventually down to City Hall Plaza and this happens a couple more times like this uh, very tall uh, Asian chick threw like a cup of water onto one of the proud boys, you know, he's literally walked out ball, balls on this chick, just walked out into the middle of this, the, uh, I guess this guy, I don't know who he was, must've been someone famous, fame like, you know, internet famous, you know, he was walking with a sign, she ran out in the street, you know, threw her water bottle in his face, you know, got him all wet and, uh, you know, then, you know, fell down on her knees and put her hands behind her head and, and then like got taken off. So that's, you know, that she, like, she went there to get arrested. Good on her. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, they 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 deserve a lot more than that tossed in their faces. Yeah, who, who, yeah whoever whoever that was, you know, fuck them. But uh, you know, and this was that, and this was that whole thing. Uh, you know, I was I was hoping to to you know, like look uh, Yanopoulos in the face and tell him to fuck himself because uh, we've got history, obviously. Uh, but uh, he yeah, was what a shit bag. That guy is. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, but you know what? He's broke. So you know. Oh, like, poor him. Yeah. So poor so, him. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that was not... Maybe to- you can buy some more sequined mega hats. Yeah, no, but, uh, you know, so eventually I got, you know, down into that place and waiting for him to because I was not going to stay for the whole rally once I saw that there basically wasn't a rally. I was just going to wait out the setup of the thing until they dispersed, like, the bike cops and stuff. And because they had, like, once they got down there, like, the motorcycle cops were there to, you know, finish leading the, you know, like, showing the parade which way to go through the city. Right. And then I was going to take off and do other shit because clearly there wasn't going to be a brawl or anything. And because, uh, like, my my thought on that was, you know, this is my city. I I know where to go. I know, you know, if like there was a like if there was like a like a rough time going, you know, like I, like when when people were pro, when 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 the ice protest was there and people walked down to where the ice facility was, where some of the uh, the the separated migrant children were being held in, uh, in, in uh, South Boston, uh, which, which is, which is happening by the way. Yep. There, there is one of those facilities here. Uh, I, I wanted to see it for myself and, uh, and go down there and, and uh, get involved in that uh, in, in the, the pushback on that. And I stayed for that whole thing and uh, that, that got ugly, but uh, this, it was clear there was not going to be a fight. And uh, cause there, these guys, there was nobody there. Like the cops outnumbered both protests, and there was nobody there for the actual straight pride bullshit. So, but as as I was there, I ended up uh, standing right down in the midst of where the uh, the the quote unquote antifa kids had uh, had kind of uh, been milling around, uh, and I en- I was uh, just kind of standing in you know because once once it's in a crowd, you you can't like move around at all, right. Know? Of standing there and plus if you're like walking around and making uh like you know looking like you're scoping for something you get followed and then they look for an excuse of course i don't need an excuse so i'm just standing there looking at cops and right down on like the the back end of uh, city hall plaza like staring across from city hall plaza towards where the uh the aquarium garage is right yep yeah so uh standing next to there's this uh one of the cop like this this cop who I can already tell just from everything which I'll explain in a moment about this guy, from what he looks like, uh, you know, all you know, uniformed out. Other you know, 'cause like most of these guys, they're just standing around, sweating in the sun, look like they want to be anywhere else. This guy looks so thrilled to be working today. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get like, the eat, like, pacing. like He's, he's probably he's, hitting himself in the face a couple times. Well, here's the thing: he's not sweating. He's not sweating. It looks like he is all, like ready to go. You know, he is jacked up. You know, he's uh, he's got uh, he's got the wrong helmet on because his numbers aren't up front, which they're supposed to have their numbers up front on the on the bike cop helmet, so you know who they are. Oh yeah. Because uh, you know, you know, I'm because I'm the guy that looks this shit up. And, uh, so, so I've had eyes on this guy, uh, you know, since I looked down, cause I was like, uh, this, this is a guy who is standing around waiting for someone. And like, every time there's like a scuffle, he's like walking over towards it. And I'm like, ah, oh, this, this guy is waiting for someone to swing at him so he can, so he can fight someone. He's, he's yep. here, he he's here to, he's here to punch a hippie. So. And, like, really, the this is the only dude I saw that looked like he was there to get into a fight. And so I'm standing next to, uh, I don't know who this chick was because she was masked, obviously. Antifa chick, uh, you know, black black sweatshirt, hood up, uh, you know, black uh, bandana across the uh, mouth and nose. But, uh, you know, just from, like, stature and voice couldn't have been. I, I doubt she was older than 19, tiny little thing. And... Uh, She's giving this guy, you know, it's eye on going. You know, just the things you say to an asshole cop. You know, he's given given him a raz because he was one of the guys that uh, you know took in the uh, chicken through the water. And uh, he turns around to her and says, you know, like, and he's like, yeah, how'd you take that mask off? But you know, just I won't repeat the shit he said, but you know, says a lot of you know nasty ass shit to to this chick, and uh, you know this like ugly shit, you know, like uh, you know just ugly sexist shit, you know, stuff that you say to nobody you yeah. shouldn't yeah you shouldn't right but not not like not like way 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 over the line but just like stuff that you'd say in like a bar fight to a woman that pissed you off you know yeah, do she frat boy stuff yeah so and i'm and i'm thinking you know now uh had, had, Locker I had a room talk as it's called yeah, right? right i think coined now, by the uh yeah yeah so now had i had a drink that day yeah yeah i had i had a i had a beer that day there was someone there with a with a with a pabst and they were uh sharing them and i uh, and i had a drink yeah sure Fine, you know it's 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 uh, you know mid afternoon on a Saturday. Fine, uh, you know I I don't think there's a problem with that. I would agree. Yeah. So now I'm looking at this cop and I'm feeling like yeah okay you know what this guy is about my size he's he's a cop he's clearly in much better shape than me but uh, you know what the hell so I said to him I was like dude does your mother know you talk to chicks like that? Yes. <laughs> So he looks at, and, and he looks at me like, what the, like, what the fuck? And in my head, I'm thinking, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, this is when I die. oh No, not, no, this is not when I die because, like, it, they get in trouble for kicking my ass. You know? True, 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 true. No, but, you know, so, and I'm like, what, what the hell? Like, because in my head, I'm thinking, okay, okay, smartass. What's, what's, what's the rest of your plan here? You know, and I'm so, so I'm just winging it, and I'm just like, Yeah, you heard me. And he's like, You got a problem? I'm like, Nah, I ain't got a problem. I'm up on the sidewalk where I'm supposed to be. You, you said get up on the sidewalk. I'm right up here on the curb. My my feet's on the curb, officer. Hands up, don't shoot. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that was, that, that might have been a bad joke that I admit. Probably. That, but that you probably have, deserved it. That, that might oh well I mean that might have been an appropriative joke, but uh you know uh a couple people laughed he didn't laugh uh so you know he's you know, you know I said it was like no i just i just don't think you should be talking to her like that i mean we're 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 just we're just out here protesting i mean that that guy's got a swastika that's pretty nasty you could say some stuff to him he said yeah okay, I'll, I'll get to him I'll get to him. Yeah, maybe yeah. She wants to say that stuff, maybe she can take that mask off. <laughs> so I'm like, I ain't wearing a mask, buddy. I I ain't wearing a mask at all. Took the sunglasses off. I was like, this is my face. You can see me. We we the same size though, right, buddy? So so it's different, right? That's what I thought. He must have loved that. Yeah. Also, uh, you you wearing a non regulation helmet. Cause I don't see your numbers on it. And you're supposed to have, you're supposed to have the numbers on that helmet, right? Now I at this point I'm I'm only about 70% sure that that's the rule, but it kind of popped into my head that that was a thing. It probably and, got him thinking, even if it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. And like and I I also noticed that uh, you're the you're the only one of your boys wearing long pants here. And like all your other guys are wearing bike shorts. You're wearing long pants. So like, do you do you got a non-regulation piece in your sock or something, dude? Like are you, are you here to fight? Or something? I don't know. I'm just saying. And uh Yeah. Now, it's very likely that I was making a complete tool of myself. Yeah, but it sounds and, like uh, fun. And, and and that uh and, and and you know that uh that this dude just decided to uh to to uh you know back off, but he did go and, uh, and and look at other stuff. But uh, at the time, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, that was, uh, like, for a minute there, I felt uh, pretty good about myself. And I was like, okay, yeah, wow. That that's guy, what you got to do, man. I was like, okay, yeah, that guy. All right, I did not get my ass kicked today. Nazis no. and bad cops do not yeah. belong, man. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I was uh, I, w- I was glad that he didn't kick my ass. And then, you know, of course, thinking on it, I was like, you know, actually, he he's he, – had no reason to. I I did follow all of the uh, the rules there. He didn't like. I didn't like. You know, actually put any hands on him. You know, the 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 people who actually like. You know, ran up and threw stuff at people and got. They had the actual stones there. I was just talking shit to the guy. But uh, you know, or like the you know the chicken. The mask was uh, you know was uh, was right on it. So. You know, I mean, that's, that's gutsy. I was, I was just, you know, being a smart ass, but, uh, <laughs> you know. but you know, that was, I mean, like that's, that's messed up. So, but yeah, so that was the thing that happened. Yes, it did. Yeah, you know, so that's, that's the sort of proper use of my, uh, you know, pain and pain in the nuts powers. I I think it's pretty awesome. Take them down. It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, now, have you, uh, have you gotten out to the, to the movies lately? No. No, I haven't. I mean, it's not like there's a ton of, uh, like, you know, big new amazing things to see, but... Uh... Oh, God, what's, what's the last thing I saw? The last thing I saw was The Lion King. Okay, yeah. Which, which I enjoyed, but it's just The Lion King, so, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where it's just that movie already exists yeah they did yeah. this one in a really pretty way that was incredibly impressive to look at and i like the lion king so i liked it yeah um my daughter a uh, you know your niece ava on the other hand is a perfect you know it's very and i've said this on a lot of shows and we've talked about it it's very much the hip thing for cinephiles and people that do what you and I do, you know, to shit on Disney. Yeah. Okay. They're, you know, they've slowly creeped up into owning everything. And now they're very quickly starting to own everything. And it's not good. And it's a monopoly and all of that. But, but at the same time, leaving out the fact that everything that we love is something to sell. Do you know what I mean? No matter what, all of this is a product. Mm -hmm. My daughter, who is now very well-versed in the original Lion King, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sat watching this new one, which there was no preempt to her that this was going to be different. Mm -hmm. Not only did it not bother her that it was different, she ate it the fuck up. She sat in a seat next to me at a drive-in movie theater, We put up seats outside, and the whole time, oh, watch, Scar's coming now, Daddy. Hey, look at this. It's Simba. Wow, look how well he turned out. Just going on and on and on, and you know what? That's that's what it's all for, man. Oh, that's great. All the cynical bullshit out the door to just watch her like cuz she's not paying for this, I'm paying for her to see this. Yeah. yeah. And, and I get that's who they're trying to reach, but who gives a shit? You and I bought Transformers and GoBots and He-Man yeah. and Legos yeah. and all this other shit and you know why? Because they marketed it to us. Yeah. So for for her to get that much enjoyment, holy shit, dude. You know, and that that's the first time one of these remakes, you know, I looked at them critically, you know, as a viewer and there were things I liked in a lot of them and things I didn't, but this one it's, it's like that. You know what? I, I, I don't even have a right. I don't even have a right to have an opinion here because, <laughs> because look at her, look at her. And, and she was really into it. Oh my God, dude, completely into it. Oh, Loved no. every second of it. Nice. Yeah. And again, is it, is it, is it great? It's just, it's just a remake of the lion King and probably doing it in photorealistic digital takes away some of the, you know, emotion and stuff. But you know what? That's their artistic decision. They did it, whatever. Yeah. But you know what? All the beats hit with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So, he, look, it's Rafiki. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, this is she amazing. She what was Rafiki. She did. She knows all the names. Oh, wow. Oh, God, yeah, dude. That's like her favorite thing right now is that oh. goddamn movie. Oh, man, I would have liked to see that. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I can put on the original here. It's the same thing. It's, <laughs> oh, yeah. It doesn't matter, dude. She lo- she sings the songs. So the she she sings, um, can you feel the love tonight? But it's <laughs> it's, it's it's like, you know, kid phonetic right. singing. So it's can you feel Hanub tonight? <laughs> it can be assumed it's carefree days. It was a mystery.
1: <laughs> in short,
0: our pal is doomed. And and since the circle of life, they do the ya at the end, you know, like the big, like the drum yeah. kick. Every song in the movie that she sings has a ya. She puts her <laughs> hand down at the end. It's amazing, dude. Oh, that's delightful. Yeah. And the uh, in the circle, the circle all around me. It's how she sings the circle of life. Nice. <laughs> oh, dude, it's adorable. But anyway, yeah. So that's that, that. I really enjoyed and Hobbs and Shaw for just being unabashedly exactly what movie that they were selling me. It was made me really happy. It's just a big, loud, dumb, fun. I want to enjoy life as much as Jason Statham's characters seem to enjoy being Jason Statham's characters. Yeah. Like he walks around the movies like a dog. That's just realized it was sentient. Yeah, yeah. And and I love that about the characters. It's like, I am pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, it's it's almost like all of the characters now have meta become his character from Spy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it just makes me really friggin' happy. No, dude, I, I I dug the hell out of it. It's it's not a good movie, but it's a lot of fun. I I, 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 there's nothing really wrong with it. No, I but mean, none, none of the Fast and the Furious movies are good movies. They're just I, fun. I mean, I think three... And six. Oh no! yeah, six. Six is actually a really fucking good movie, I mean, and, and seven yeah. hits very good emotional beats. So I'll let seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I've I've come around on the Fast and Furious. I'm, I was, I'm, I'm not necessarily on the team that they were good before they re- recognized they were bad. But, no, but I I like that they their callbacks to an older type of action movie without having to be an homage to them. Like they succeed in what the expendables didn't really succeed in doing. Yeah. Like the expendables is just kind of like, look, look what we're doing. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. You used to like this. You like these guys. Fast and the furious goes, yeah, we're using the same sensibility, but it's entirely a 20 aughts movie. You know what I mean like it, it's yeah. all it's all references to now it's all technology from now but it's that old fashioned you know just throw a bunch of guys in a room and watch them you know out machismo each other without it being gross it's just funny it's fun I I, I feel like con air doesn't get enough credit for oh being the god fucking the, con air the better version of every one of these like 20 years before these yeah, how, where the fuck did Con Air come from? Like, Con Air came out right around the same time as, um, might have been a couple years after uh The Rock, right? Con Air, Con Air, was, Con was... Air holds up so, and I love The Rock, but Con Air holds up so much better than that movie. Yeah, Con, Con Air is between The Rock and Face Off. Con Air is like, Con Air is almost like a freaking, um, it, it it reminds me a lot of the way that like films like Red Eye, like the Wes Craven horror flicks that weren't necessarily horror flicks but delved into it. Con Air just goes completely off the fucking rails. Do you remember every everyone who was in Con Air? Yeah, well, every- I mean, it's got freaking Malkovich, which well, is everyone. No, I mean, everyone remembers that that Con Air was. Uh, that that Con Air was it's uh, John Cusack in it for Christ's yeah. sake. it was it was Nicolas Cage, John Cusack, and and John Malkovich. You know, at, at a point, and Buscemi the- as a freaking creepy ass pederast. Right, right. So <laughs> it wasn't a pedo. Remember, he was a, he was a killer. We we did. The, it was not established that he. Was oh like, yeah, and they the, they actually paid off a little bit with that weirdness. Yeah, no, they yeah, in, that, in that scene where you. Yeah, okay, I remember now. Is he gonna kill this kid, and then it was like, no, he's not gonna kill this kid. We never said that he had he, he did anything to kids. It was uh, yeah, it was no it's just this, Buscemi eating the that, scenery. No, you know this this is, this is our cast for for this for this only. This is oh Nick Cage. right. Yeah, Nicholas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich, Steve Buscemi, Ving Rames, Cole Meany, Danny Trejo. Oh my god. A- MC Ganey as Earl Swamp Thing Williams. Yep, 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 yep. Nick Chinland as William Billy Bedlam Bedford. Billy Dave Bedlam. Chappelle as Joe Pinball Parker. Yep. Chappelle was actually great in that movie. Yeah, he was. Dude. Yep. Michael T. Williamson as Mike Babio O'Dell, Jesse Borrego as Francisco Chindino, Rachel Ticotin from uh, uh, remember her? She was in uh, she, she was in The Running Man. Right. This is yeah. one of those things where you She's ask the- yourself, was this like a Coen Brothers movie? Yeah. Like that's the type of cast this thing. I'm surprised John Goodman isn't in this thing. Yeah. Angela Featherstone. <laughs> Angela Featherstone is in uh, Con Air. Oh, my God. I love film, this fucking movie. Is is, is in Con Air. Uh, Monica Potter. Monica Potter is uh, is uh, uh, Nick Cage's wife. Yep. Yeah, this is... Uh, th- I mean, this is a hell of a... Like, this is an A-list cast of almost this whole in cast... In this incredible B-movie. Like, there is no one in this cast who is not like a mainstay of oh yeah that guy or that woman like perennial grindhouse b-movie gods or a multiple time academy award winner right exactly right and they are all in this in this ridiculous film uh you know, that is just action everywhere. And, you know, with, with Nicolas Cage with this crazy accent and the mullet and the uh and, and the, the white tank top. And you know, every time he does something, the soundtrack adds a sick guitar lick under it, you know, and they, they crash the plane and you think, oh, okay, well, wow. they, they crashed the plane on the Las Vegas strip. As though it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that was uh, that was a big moment. Oh, I guess that's the end of the movie. Nope, 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 we've got a little bit of time left, so I think it's time for John Malkovich to steal a fire truck, and then Nicolas Cage and John Cusack are like, okay, yeah, let's let's both take these two motorcycles and chase him into a junkyard and fight him in, in the junkyard. And it's just one damn thing after the other, and it's, it, like, it's great, it's great. Everything about it is great. Every everything's great. Like that is of the three big Nick Cage like, cr- like sick end of '90s action movies. You know, like on like honestly, like The Rock is cool. I have nothing against The Rock. It's it's good, but like Face Off number one, Con Air number two. The The Rock is is kind of number three. No, they're they're all great movies. It's just amazing how Con Air. The more separated from the time Con Air comes out, it in- came out in, the better it gets. Yeah, And I feel like Face-Off, because Face-Off was just John Woo at the top of his American filmmaking game, Mm -hmm. was just kind of selling you this bullshit. Like, you know what? None of this makes sense. Fucking deal with it. Yeah. And and so Face-Off is so bug nuts that Face-Off will always be great. But we're getting a a Face-Off remake now, apparently. Oh, God, no. Well, either a remake or a reboot or just, hey, wait a minute. Why haven't we done this premise a dozen times? Who, who? who who uh i don't know yeah i don't think uh hold on let me let me look uh, cuz this this was a little while ago and i think that things are now actually so weird that like they that like someone said we're we're remaking face off and uh that uh yeah this is uh, a yeah, paramount is uh, is it has the rights to remake face off uh and <coughs> they haven't said who because, uh, have... I mean, it, it's it's going to make or break, you know, just what people think is it's going to be based on who the actors are, right? Because there's something incredible about Travolta and Cage doing impressions of each other. Right. 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 That, that, yeah. That's not even something. And, and it's not even like it's cool because Nick Cage, when Nick Cage is playing the normal character before the mm-hmm. face-off, he's like doing like subdued like action movie, but dramatic, you know, kind of like nonchalant in a cage. And then when he's doing his Travolta impression, he goes into freaking like, you know, bug nuts, like coked out in a cage and it's wonderful. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, th- this is, um, let me see who is, this was part of a big deal. Yeah. This is uh Paramount Pictures has a deal with, uh, Yeah, this is Par- Paramount has uh, made a deal with the uh, the Neil Moritz uh, company, uh, so that they can uh, dig back into the uh, the pe- the previous Paramount library, so that they can uh, remake other films from there. This is part of why we're getting like uh, the Top Gun Maverick, which is uh, which is coming back. Yeah, which you know will probably be fine. I I really like Macquarie. Yeah. Um. I like the Mission Impossible movies. I'm not on the, oh my God, these are the be all end all greatest action films ever made. But goddamn if Cruise isn't impressive, and goddamn if they're not filmed well and written well. It's, it's more of just okay. I've seen the Jason Bourne movies. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I like the Mission Impossible movies. You know, they're they're. Doing a better job at doing the diehard thing than the diehard more recent sequels were doing, mm-hmm. you know, where the it's just I don't know, it's kind of the same story over and over again. But I like the movies. Yeah, this is so uh, maybe Top Gun Two will be good. Yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. The thing is, um they're not really putting premise in trailer yet. Right. Did you see? Did you see the Maverick trailer? Yeah, it looks. I mean, it. It's definitely fan service. It looks well, the wonderful. Maverick trailer is just oh, it's an Air Force movie, and then cut to Tom Cruise, and it's like yeah, it's yeah. Just, and then it's play the play the Top Gun theme, and it's oh shit, this is we we got around to making Top Gun two, finally. It, what? It, like they really? I, I feel like they should run that trailer, and then uh, you know just like put up a thing at the end, like like the, the tagline to that we should be Top Gun Maverick, and then like the fade in should be ask your dad. Yes. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, just ask ask your ask your dad why you should give a shit about Google, Top Gun. Google this. Yeah, just ask ask. Trust us. This at one point this was a big deal. Yeah, if this had but, come out fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the a pe- at one point the premise. I don't know what if this is still the premise. I think it is. It was a drone thing, right? Yeah. uh Well. I mean, because the trailer, the guy is giving uh, is giving Maverick shit about how he's still a pilot as opposed to having uh, like moved up into being uh, like a, a commander or I don't I don't know Air Force ranks too well. I guess he should be an admiral by now. Right. I think that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. So he should be an admiral, but he's still piloting because, you know, every Tom Cruise movie now has to be about how Tom Cruise isn't aging, but like should be. Because we're just going to lean into this until he gets crow's feet. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, so I, I guess that's going to be the thing. But uh, the pitch for this that I heard a while back was that uh, Maverick is like the last of the real pilots, and he and like that they're replaced. And this was like a decade ago when they were going to do this before. And that they're replacing the uh, the fire pilots with the drone pilots and that uh, Maverick doesn't like the drones because, you know, it's one thing to bomb people when you're a pilot because you have to see war and you get up close and you understand it. But these drone pilots do it from afar and they're cold. Yeah, okay. And removed and remote and it's technology and computers and you don't understand and it's making war impersonal and it's going to lead to bad things and you can't trust machines and AI. And I think like I don't know if it goes in like a stealth direction where where like they're they like have robot planes or something. I think that might be I too. liked that stupid I, movie. So did I, but I think that yeah. might be too I, I, I think I I think the point at which a lot of people dropped out for stealth was that it looked uh, like the fact that they put the the plot point of the movie that the plane gets struck by lightning and turns evil in the trailer. Right. And that, you know, people were just not going to go see the movie about the plane that gets struck by lightning and turns evil. Right. But if that's a surprise, you might be yeah. like, all right, I'll ride this out. Yeah. And now I'll tell my friends. Right. Uh, but uh, so, I so the idea was that Maverick is like bracing up against the uh, the the new generation of pilots who are drone pilots, and they're they're cold and distant, and war is getting too easy, and he is like you know the 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 young guy. So so it looks like Rocky Balboa basically, but yeah, with, which is fine. But with Maverick, yes. so fine. But now, what has not gone in the trailers is that whoever the the new young person who's going to come in and get, like, the, you know, tapped on the shoulder as the, you know, hey, you're the the new cool guy by Tom Cruise. You know, like, like the, like that every time, like, uh, uh, Colin Farrell or Jeremy Renner shows up in, like, Minority Report or the Mission Impossible movies and right. has to do the, uh, hey, you know, you're going to go forward and actually age into middle age and I'm going to still be here being Tom Cruise by Tom Cruise. Whoever is going to be that guy, for this is apparently playing the son of goose. So it's also Creed. Jesus. So they're going all in. Yeah. So this is like the Rocky. So it's both old Rocky movies, but with old Maverick, but because Maverick is Tom Cruise, he's not old. So like somehow he still has, so it's like Maverick passing stuff on to the next generation but all Tom Cruise's old Tom Cruise movies are about how Tom Cruise is not old. <laughs> you know, so it's... <laughs> so, so I, I, like, I have no idea, you know? Like Tom, we'll see. To, like, Tom, Tom Cruise really should be playing, like, Michael Douglas parts at this point. Yeah, oh, shit. Like, yes. Like, he really should, but, like, he's not, because I guess this... Phaeton shit works for exactly one person, and it happens to be a guy who was already really good looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scientology. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good. Yeah, that. Because th- that yeah. Yeah I'm I'm really glad that uh you know Tom Cruise was able to shave a couple years off of you know already being like the most handsome guy who ever lived and uh got his teeth marginally fixed. That's good. That that guy really really needed a break. It's also worth the price of admission, right? The the zero privacy, the recorded phone calls, uh yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good on good on good on you. Good on you, Tom. Yeah. Well, so spe- so speaking <laughs> uh, what Oh, nothing. It's it's just it's just it's just amusing to think about that Leonardo DiCaprio looks older than Tom Cruise. It's really fucked up. It, actually, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio both look older than Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. And and they still look young. Yeah, That's yeah. The, <laughs> so Pitt, Pitt, Pitt's leaning into it, though. No, Pitt is definitely leaning Brad into Pitt's it. leaning into it. The thing is, Brad Pitt never looked like ridiculously young. Like even when he was like super young guy, like when he was like in his twenties and he was in Thelma and Louise. Yeah, he like still that. looked he still looked like middle aged traffic cop. Yeah yeah. No, yeah, yeah. like his, his whole thing when he first showed up was that like the trend at the time for like the young hot guy thing was that was that, you know, was like the, the, the young male model thing. And his whole thing was he showed up and he's like, yeah, I've got ropey muscles and a beard and uh, I look like I work out in the sun. Like he, he, he was like him and McConaughey when they both first showed up, their whole thing was like the, you know, the, the, the California roughneck guy. Yeah, the weathered young guy. Yeah, yeah, that was that was like that was that was his thing. So he just kind of like aged into his own skin. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's funny how yeah. We talk. Can we talk about something other than handsome dudes for a little while? No, no. I mean, this is my podcast, (laughs) and I want to talk about handsome dudes. (laughs) Um, I mean, what's wrong with that? Just two 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 brothers. um, One one married with two children just talking about dudes (laughs) it's fine everything's fine um no so the transition i was trying to make there um (laughs) was was speaking of movies that had awesome casts yes um our uh our our friend james gunn has um since we talked last um announced his incredibly stacked cast for the suicide squad yeah, so that. so so for people that, you know, I'm going to pretend the people don't know what's going on for a minute, even though, you know, both of us talked many times about how this gentleman needed to be rehired from the job that he unfairly lost yeah. um, and got it. But also that he decided that he was going to make what could be the best DC Universe movie before coming back to do Guardians of the Galaxy three. Um, and then I, you know, I'll mention in passing, cause if I talk about it for too long, I'll start crying on the air that that post he made about guardians Two broke me. Yeah. Yeah. You saw it too, right? The, yeah. I'm um, dealing with loss of parents, which I, it's st- but this, this is why he's my favorite superhero director working right now. Cause he, he makes me give a shit. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's one for Peter Parker to, to, you know, disappear into nothingness and make you cry, you know, asking, uh, asking Iron Man what's going on. But it's another thing when an entire movie's whole central plot point just made it so I couldn't see through my glasses the whole time I was watching it. B- but anyhow, um, The Suicide Squad. So I'm just looking at this. Holy shit. And, and you know what the f- best thing about it is, is I don't see Jared Leto's name anywhere on here. Yeah, I don't see him. <laughs> Do you you think it could be a surprise and he's going to show up or are they just trying to just not deal with that gentleman anymore? I don't know, man. Because it is kind of interesting, right? They got Margot Robbie. Yep. Because, I mean, that, right. And she's also in the Birds of Prey movie. Yes. Which looks awesome as well. It looks fucking crazy, but it looks awesome. Mike, Michael Rooker, which, come on. Idris Elba, Viola Davis, Jennifer Holland, Julio Ruiz, Peter Capaldi. That's. They've already sold all of their opening week tickets just off of that. Yeah. Um. Daniela Melchior. Who who is that? Daniela Melchior. Do we know her?
1: Daniela. Do Mel- I know.
0: Uh, yeah. Which she in the last one. no. I'm that- I'm just reading the list. Um. I f- I forget. Um. I just feel bad if it but I mean. um, Tanashi Kajisi, Steve Aji, Elise Braga, Taika Waititi. Pete Davidson, <laughs> Storm Reid, Julian Diego Botto, Sean Gunn, hell yeah, um, Flula Borg, Mei Ling, Ni, Joel Kinnaman, Nathan Fillion, Joaquin Cosio, Jai Courtney, John Cena, and David Malchian. I, I, I like that the poster for this comes with, um, don't get too attached, <laughs> which I think is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just really excited about that movie uh, uh Dan- daniela melcher is a portuguese actress uh i don't uh, know that uh, i don't know uh, what uh i feel like what... i've seen the name that's why she, i was she's been uh she's been around she's a uh, she's a portuguese television actress she's uh, she's pretty young uh she's uh yeah she she was born in uh, 1996 so not uh, not a lot of she's a portuguese uh, television actress and uh, has not really been in anything that you know of from the US. All right. So, so, so yeah, I, uh, I was just off there. Yeah. no. So, she, um, she, she's been around though. So, we're, what, so yeah, um, that that was a talking point. What do, what do you think about this? I think it looks great. I, I, yeah. I it sounds great. I think, uh, James Gunn's the perfect person to do it. I think, uh, Suicide Squad is a really good premise that they didn't, uh, I mean, it's, I don't I know that like Suicide Squad went through a bunch of like failed versions in the first one. I don't think the version they were doing was really heading in the right direction to begin with. Uh, you know, I want to see what James Gunn does with it. I want to see what his version looks like. Uh, I I feel like this is one of those things that got overthought uh, just on the basis of when Warner Brothers first went into the DCEU thing. They went in thinking that they needed a lot of really hardcore fan service stuff all at once because they wanted to, they wanted not just what Marvel had in terms of box office, but they wanted the giant, constant free publicity internet presence all at once from it, Right. that they thought the way to get that was to lean really hard into the stuff that got clicks and likes on social media from DC fanboys. And that stuff tends to be, you know, super dark, obscure, uh, you know, like uh, limited graphic novel Batman shit. Right. Right. And that is how you wind up with Zack Snyder doing Batman V Superman as a mashup of like kingdom come Superman fighting uh, Frank Miller, Batman and their version of Suicide Squad, which is, hey, here's a bunch of obscure, violent characters doing, like, a gangster Joker thing. Right. And that would eventually tie, and instead of doing, like, villain stuff, of like, eventually they chopped that movie down to being the villains doing villain stuff versus, like, generic army of, like, zombie guys. The reason there's a bunch of, like, zombie guys in there instead of, like, a villain heist thing is because originally, supposedly, there was supposed to be a. Uh, it was supposed to be like the direct lead-in to Justice League, and the Joker was supposed to show up as the main villain in Suicide Squad, messing around with a Mother Box, and that was where we were going to find out that it was Dark Side, and there were going to be uh, the Parademons, and those were the guys that were like they were fighting. And when they lost that, they, like, had to reverse engineer, oh, no, it's it's sorceress, and there's these, like, weird, just random bad guys fighting. You know what's wonderful is I have not seen Justice League or the Suicide Squad film. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. Um, I've, uh, personal decision. I've just decided, you know what? The the discourse got so bad that I don't even want to deal with it, and Batman v Superman left me so cold that I didn't even want to deal with it. But I... Um, I feel just that all just made me go. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that I haven't seen this. <laughs> well, it's like they have their like both of them have their moments, like they're they're bad, but like at unlike Batman v Superman, which is bad in this kind of like like punishing sort of like like it's it's draining like Suicide Squad and Justice League are both bad in kind of a Oh, okay, that's over. Like you know, like you know, you know, wipe the dirt off your hands and go about the rest of your day because there's there there's an empty lifelessness to you know what I mean? Right. Of course. They're they're bad in sort of a you can imagine this just kind of dropping in the mid nineties and kind of going oh yeah okay that's a movie and then like moving on. Right. Like a if, like a third not, or fourth Blade sequel. Yeah. Like if not for the foreknowledge that this is supposed to go and connect to a bunch of other movies that it no longer connects to, but. Uh, it really is like absurd and i feel like with suicide squad the just the core premise of the comic and just the idea of it if you went to even if there was no experience if the whole marvel thing if the whole dc thing had never happened right Right, and, and I went into like the, the DC offices, and they said, you know, we haven't done superhero movies in a while. We're we're trying to get back into it. Let's dig back into the dig back into the comics, find stuff that we haven't done that's new yet, and uh, you know, pitch pitch something. If I walked into those offices and I said, okay, you guys own a, a property here, here's the pitch of this: the government needs some bad shit done like some dirty dozen oceans 11 send bad guys to do a thing because we can't let good guys do this thing stuff right and they say hey wait a minute we lock up all of these like you know, super bad guys that like Batman always locks up, like the Penguin and the Riddler and Mystery and the jo- and all of these guys that everyone's heard of because they've seen all of these superhero movies and they're just sitting in jail with all of their weapons and powers and shit, like Catwoman and all the like name all your favorite bad guys from these movies. Like, who's your favorite bad guy? You, mister, who's your favorite bad guy? Just name them off. Okay, so the government takes all these people and they say, okay. You Joker, you Penguin, all, you all of you random people from all of these all of these people that everyone likes from all of these movies. We we're going to let you out of jail and put you on a team and have you go do sick black ops, dirty dozen shit. And if you do it, we'll let you go. And if you don't and you get killed, well you're bad guys, who cares? Right, no and one's going to be looking for you. And since they're bad guys, they can go and do all kinds of crazy, you know, nasty shit while they're fighting people, and it there's no ambiguity about it, because they're bad. And I, I picture the, the producers going, holy shit, we own that? That's a great fucking idea. That's a hundred million dollar weekend. What the hell yeah. is it called? And I say, it's called Suicide Squad, And they go, motherfucker, like, that's something, why haven't we made 12 of these? (laughs) And instead, they made this, like, bloated thing with a bunch of, with one character that could carry a movie on her own as an actress and character in Harley Quinn, and they pissed her away on this. Thankfully, Margot Robbie is a born star, and uh, and it didn't end up mattering. And a bunch of like C and D list characters. Like, they dragged in Will Smith pretty much exclusively because friends with Margot Robbie. Right. Uh, and randomly decided hey, we haven't had a Joker in a week. So let's get this guy back in and let David Ayer, you know, put like this, you know, whole weird schmear on the Joker that. Immediately became like the most hated version of this character. Yeah, it's bad. And, and like released this thing, and now, like, this is what this is known for. And it, it, it just, like, it astounds me that, that this was, that, that this is how they, that this is how this got done the first time. That this <laughs> is there when, like how this became the first time this was there, as opposed to someone going in and saying, "Yeah, I got a pitch for a movie. Uh, all the bad guys from Batman get uh, broke out of jail by the government to go uh, kill." To go do Rambo shit. Uh, to, to, to to go <laughs> to go kill like Castro. How about that? It's basically the the latter Fast and the Furious films, but yeah. replace replace ludicrous as the smart one. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson with the Joker and the Penguin. Yeah, yeah, all all the bad guys from Batman doing Ocean's Eleven. Give me a million dollars. Yeah, I want that movie. Actually, really yeah. bad. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah, here's a, Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, like uh, just but, well, but I mean, like this is how they did Joker, though, right? You know, this is how they said, "Hey, I got an idea. Uh, it's it's Taxi Driver, and it's the King of Comedy, but the dude is the Joker." Oh yeah, that that's a topic for another week. Yeah, um, here's my, yeah. Here's my, here's my money. Yeah, you and I are going to have to talk about that one after we both see it because yeah. I, I, I expect I expect that to be a, a to thing. Be something else. Yeah, yeah. I I want to get uh, yeah. It's the it's the Wolf of Wall Street, but he's Lex Luthor. That'll be yeah. That, that's that, shit. That's act, That is absolutely going to be a movie. Yeah. That is, oh God. That's absolutely going to be uh, like Luthor. You know. You know is is the Hackman still alive? Uh, Gene Hackman is alive and uh, fairly healthy. Gene Hackman has retired from acting and is... I was going to say, because if I made that movie tomorrow, it would have to be The Hackman. You know, it would, but he he is retired from acting, um, and he has completely retired from acting. He has decided that he has done all he can in acting, uh, and he has taken up a secondary career writing short pulp western novels. Good for Uh, him. And that is what he does. And he goes to Western novel writing conventions and sets up his table and signs his Western novels and will only answer to his career as a a writer of Western novels. He does not acknowledge that Gene Hackman, Western novel author, was at one point Gene Hackman, one of the most celebrated authors of his generation, actors of his generation. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, because he's done. That's awesome, dude. Well, um, you know, I have other topics that we're going to we're going to record again soon. But yes. it's it's 1230 in the morning. Tomorrow's Ava's school day. Oh, and, yeah. um, and, you know, I know that we've talked about it before, but I'll save I'll save us talking about um, the rise of Skywalker for a time when uh, when we've both gotten our footing back on this podcast a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So we aren't just taken down by the trolls on the uh, the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Bob, thank you very much. Thank you, dude. And thank you all for coming along on the tangent. And we'll talk to you soon. Indeed.